Hi, uh, welcome to episode one of the Nervous Little Bean podcast. Um, bear with me, I've got a little tiny lavalier microphone, so if the sound's not great, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, share my experiences, because um, there's not a lot out there about uh, the people on the autism spectrum within the LGBT community. Um, and I just wanted to talk about uh, what it's been like for me. Uh, and partly that, and I'll also be talking about uh, acting and uh, being in a theater department. Um, and I'll just be talking about my story with that and with dating and all kinds of things. And yeah, I, I don't know, I look forward to making this podcast. And I know this isn't uh, the typical podcast format. Normally they're very quick paced. Normally they're very, um, uh, there's a lot of information, but I'm not really like a doctor or anything. I just wanted to just talk and hope people listen. If they don't, that's fine. I just wanted to share my side of the story well my my story you know what i mean um and yeah so i won't be doing a lot of editing it'll mostly just be me talking i may in the future have guests i don't know of anyone i could interview at the moment but uh yeah so welcome uh today i will be talking about a little bit about uh just about myself um so i am from utah uh which you know isn't the best place uh to be gay you know because of the lds church and i grew up in the lds church and that's been it's been a struggle <laughs> trying to get my parents to um to come to terms um, they still haven't yet, so uh, it'll take a few little bit a little bit longer, I think. Uh, just a little bit more work. Ho hopefully they, uh, hopefully they'll eventually be okay with it. Plus, I just got my ear pierced, so that might not pan over super good. <laughs> um, anyway, uh. Uh, yeah, so I grew up in the LDS church. Uh, I came up to college when I was 18. Uh, I'm 20 now, so I'm a soft, I'm finishing up my sophomore year right now. I've got like three more weeks. Um, and I'm in the BFA acting program up here at Utah State, which is, you know, it's, it's really, it's, I really enjoy it. Um, even though it's, it tends to be a lot more difficult for me than for most people, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, actually, this uh, last week I've had a lot of... One of my professors was uh, trying to uh, coach me on movement, and I was just having the hardest time because I would look at people and they would, they would do a little dance and they'd be able to do it, like, perfect. And I, I can, like, do the choreography and I can do the blocking and everything. I just look a little goofy doing it. 
so I've that's something I've really been struggling with lately is trying to um, just be just look more natural when I move and that's and with autism that's not something that people are known for you know um, and I don't know both my sisters are dancers but I never really did dance growing up it was mostly just uh, I played football for a few years when I was in elementary and middle school and then I started doing theater when I was in junior high and high school and I did a lot of stuff but I never really got good at dance and never got really got good at movement and uh, contact improv which is a whole nother thing um, but yeah since I've been up at college I've taken like this is, I'm in my third dance class right now which is been um tricky <laughs> to say the least because uh, i have a lot of friends who are like really really good dancers and then there's me and i'm just this tall lanky awkward <laughs> boy who can't seem to um do turns without looking super goofy which and i know it, part of it's a self-esteem thing but part of it's just like the dissociation that i have with my body and i'm just working towards um finding uh my body and finding um uh, just i don't know just getting more comfortable and looking more natural like uh like i've spent a lot of time working on the way i walk on stage because i apparently walk really funky so i uh have been I'm working on that, but now I need to start working on just like more general movement stuff because we're doing in my acting class we're doing scenes from a Midsummer Night's Dream, and that's a very movement heavy show. It's a very magical, huge show, and and I'm in it with one of my friends who's a dancer, and he, he's just like all over the place, running around doing crazy pirouettes all the time, and then I'm there just like frozen in place because I don't know what to do with my body, you know. Um. So yeah, so that's something I'm working on right now within my acting program, uh, and a struggle that I'm trying to work through. Um, let's see, dating-wise, I'm not really seeing anyone. Uh, I haven't really been in a relationship in a f four months, four, almost five months, and that was actually the longest relationship I've ever had. It was only it was two months long, which is know not great for the average person but that's a lot for me i guess um and yeah i i can talk about that more in a later episode but the guy was who it was just i don't know i made some wrong choices <laughs> um especially after the breakup i made a lot of really bad choices like proposing and after we'd already broken up, you know, so, uh, so dating is another thing that I really am struggling with right now, and I'm just, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of lonely, <laughs> um, and that, yeah, and that's, again, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make this podcast, is because there's nothing, there's very little info about people on the spectrum, and people who are and also um gay or lesbian or just lgbt in general there's not a lot of info about um how 
to date and how how it all works because the queer community is so different than um the straight community and it's so closed off and ever and the it's a lot more judgmental if you'd believe it like you'd think that they'd be more open to people but they're a lot more judgmental and body shaming wise and um personality wise and i don't know um so yeah uh i am currently single <laughs> uh and i'm just uh trying to figure things out because i'm i'm only 20 um so i've got time it's not like i'm 50 and still alone you know I'm st I've got time to figure it out but that's uh yeah something else I'm working on is just how to date because there's tinder which is um you know that's one thing and and then there's grinder which is just a bunch of horny people looking for um looking for sex mostly so it's not it's not the best environment for someone on the spectrum. Um, and since I'm only 20, I haven't gone out like clubbing and stuff, but that's also not something I'm super interested in because I don't like the loud music. I don't like the, the dancing with strangers. I don't really drink. I've had alcohol like two times and it didn't go well. I just ended up throwing up, you know, so I don't, there's not a lot of opportunities you know um and it's just it's just a really rough um place for someone uh and it's almost um exclusive it's not very inclusive which again which is surprising but it's um i don't know it's it's hard dating on the spectrum is hard let alone once you add in that queer factor it's almost impossible <laughs> um because especially with guys it's you have to find someone who's very patient and very understanding and forgiving and and a lot of guys aren't like that a lot of guys just they're usually all about them which i kind of am as well but i i i care i do my best to accommodate the other person and um so yeah that's one of the problems with my last relationship is it was just so almost one-sided because i was giving so much and i wasn't receiving it like giving um emotional support not yeah, and um, and I wasn't getting hardly any of that because they didn't want to have to deal with whatever was in my brain, <laughs> um, and so it, that makes it extra difficult with relationships, especially with guys, because they're so <sighs> guys are the worst. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Um, so to be on the spectrum and trying to date like that is just so yeah and there's um i i've tried all the dating apps nothing i've tried uh, going to social gatherings and i end up just making a fool of myself 
Um, and, you know, I have a couple of gay friends, you know, because I'm in the theater department, of course, um, where they're just friends or whatever. And, um, yeah, talking with them, it seems to be so much easier for them. Because they're like, oh, yeah, I just got on Tinder and I found a guy and we went out and we've been dating for three weeks, you know? And then here I am and I'm like, oh, yeah, the last I've gone on seven first dates in the last two months. No, three, like three, four months. Um, one of them led to a second date and then that's it. Um, part of that, some of them were, didn't want to see me again. Some of them, I didn't want to see them again because there was no emotional connection. Um, but yeah, and I just have the hardest time, um, with that. Because the guys are either complete jerks or, um, no, yeah, they're usually complete jerks. So, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, either that or they're just looking for his ex, you know, which, you know, I'm a human being. I am like that sometimes, but at the end of the day, I want someone to make me cookies and buy me flowers and all that and that's it's just not there's n <laughs> it's just hard in this community with this um impairment so it's i don't know and sorry i'm very slow in my speech i'm literally i didn't prepare anything for this i'm just talking um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I have like good friends, a couple of good friends to for support and stuff. But a lot of times I'm just sitting alone in my apartment watching TV because I don't have anywhere else to be or doing homework. I have a lot of homework in the acting program. Um, so I don't know. I even though like people um, just assume the people with um, different things with disabilities, and I'm not saying that I'm disabled by any means. It's just this is can be considered a disability. I'm just I'm not on the spectrum a whole lot, just just enough for it to be a problem. Um, but anyway, uh, people always think that people who are have these things um, don't date, and they don't need to date. They just because they're seen as just what they have, not as who they are. Like, I'm not saying that, um, like, autism isn't who I am and being gay isn't who I am. You know, they're just parts of me. I'm I'm just, a, I'm a cool guy. Um, I'm really nice, you know, and I just happen to have these things and I happen to be an actor and I happen to like drawing and all that. And if that all those things together make me, it's not the one or two things that make me. Um, so people expect people with disabilities or stuff like that, that they just think that that defines them when really, um, it's just a part of them and they're, they're, we're all, everyone's a human being. Everyone wants love. Everyone wants affection. Everyone wants sex, you know, well, not everyone there. I, 
sorry, that was a blanket statement to make. I know there are people who are asexual and aromantic. I didn't mean that in any derogatory way. Um, but anyway, ever people deserve love and people with disabilities and those things they they want that and people just expect them to just sit at home and waste away or you know go be a um uh yeah i don't know just waste away instead of they don't expect people to want that they don't expect them to want affection because it's almost it's almost become taboo which is wrong because i'm just because i have this just because you know that doesn't mean i can't love someone doesn't mean i don't want someone to love me you know and uh yeah so I just, yeah, the whole point of this podcast is I just want to raise awareness for stuff like this, that there are people like me, that there are people who have things or, and you know, and, but they still want love. Uh, and there are even people like me who are LGBT, which isn't, which is like a no-no for some people, you know, like. Uh, like, he's already got that one thing. He can't be both things, you know? So it's... I don't know. And there's a really good show that just came out on Netflix called Special about a guy with cerebral palsy who's gay, and I I really liked it. That's kind of what inspired me to start this a little bit. Um, yeah, so there's just not a lot out there about people like me. There's... I think I, I looked it up on YouTube or whatever. There were, like three people um talking about uh talking about it for like five minutes and then there was like a five minute documentary from england <laughs> you know and that was it that was all there was because people just don't want to talk about it they don't want to talk about how people with disabilities and people with autism don't they don't want to talk about how they can they need love too and they can also be LGBT or, um, or, you know, so it's, it's just so interesting that it's become so, like, hush-hush. And that's, I don't know, I think that's part of the issue that I have with my parents a little bit is because it's, um, they just think that since I have autism, and one of the things about autism is, um, like, hyperfixation, and they think, they used to think that I was just hyperfixating on this idea of being gay, and that I wasn't actually, I just was obsessing about it, but here I am, years later, and I'm still very much into boys, so, um, so yeah there's a lot of stuff like that where people are just like oh yeah well you don't you just it's not you just think you're you're gay you're not actually you know whatever but but people i don't know people are the worst sometimes you know so 
I just wanted to expose this a little bit and just share with people that there's that the world is so diverse and you can't just hide people away because you don't want to think about that or you don't want people you don't want to worry about that you know so yeah so so I don't know if I said my name my name is James and I'm 20 um I was diagnosed when I was I was 16 it was late it was late diagnosis and that's probably part of the reasons I'm so a little messed up because I didn't get the early intervention stuff like a lot of kids are getting now which is great they love that they're doing earlier and earlier diagnoses and they're doing early intervention um because my parents are very they can be very um ignorant <laughs> um because they knew there was stuff wrong with me and they knew because I had a lot of behavioral stuff growing up and a lot of uh I ended up getting suspended in middle school I can talk about that in a later episode but um but yeah there's just um it was hard <laughs> growing up because I knew I was different I knew there was something up with me and people other people said things you know my parents were always like no he's fine he's fine you know um like there's nothing he's just he's just a little quirky you know whatever and eventually they took me in and they're like no 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 no. He, here's a diagnosis you know so um so yeah since then i've just been trying to since i know what's up with me i've been trying to figure this out and trying to figure things out and get my life in order you know and because i still don't have myself figured out and that's another part of this is i just want to talk and figure things out too so um i don't want it to just be me talking about my feelings you know so i'm part of it will be me ranting about things part of it will be me um talking about overcoming struggles and whatnot um so yeah i'm very excited um to to do this podcast to share this to expose the story because people just don't know they just don't and they don't think about it they don't think that someone like me could also be gay you know so i don't know i'm just excited to um to talk and i don't know if anybody's gonna actually listen i hope they do because this is like this would be very good for people to learn about and to know and i'm not like i said i'm not a doctor i'm not a psychology major i don't think i've ever taken psychology class um I just uh, wanted to talk about this and about me and about what it's been like for me and how there needs to be more resources. Um, one of those YouTube videos I mentioned before, there was a guy talking uh, about himself and he was saying that there, sh there needs to be a documentary about, like a real documentary, because there's one uh, called uh, Autism in Love, which is about you know heteronormative uh people on the spectrum which was a great documentary i loved it it was adorable um but it didn't even mention what happens when people are lgbt or queer you know so i want there to i i also want there to be something to show people that that people like me exist you know and there's and it's hard 
and there needs to be a, some kind of resource eventually at least i should hope anyway um i think that's enough podcasting for today i could talk forever but then i won't have any material for next time um i'll try to make a new episode soon uh and yeah thanks i i'm really looking forward to doing this and just talking about me and talking about what it's been like and how and my journey and and how and yeah just through being an actor which is a whole month one one whole monster and then being gay which is another whole monster and then so um but yeah yeah thanks for listening if anyone's there um and i'll post a new episode soon all right thanks hey bye